1: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: It's time for the most well-known sports radio icon in St. Louis. The show that begs you to answer the question, can I ever be this good? It's time for the Charlie Tuna Show. Presented by Ameren, Illinois on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
2: the show it is the monday night edition benjamin Hockman from the post dispatch will be here at 6 30 we'll talk to you about the demise of the cardinals we'll also talk to you about good little blues talk mizzou they got close again but it's been like <laughs> that for 20 years <laughs> we'll talk about the number one college team in the country the nfl tennessee's starting safety Jalen mccullen do you hear what happened to him
3: Mm-mm. I heard he got arrested yesterday, but oh, I don't I know did, why. I did. I did. He yeah. went to the wrong apartment. Yeah.
2: And the guy tried to beat him up, and he beat him up. <laughs> and he got in trouble. <laughs> it sounds about right. We'll see when this all goes down. Yeah, that's what happened. Hey, uh, Alvin Miller, what's up?
4: All good. Uh, I have no complaints. College football is doing well. we got to figure out what's a sack when it comes to the NFL oh. or what's roughing the passer.
2: No, you got to figure out who to hit. you got to
4: pick him
5: up and burp <laughs> him like a baby and then lay him down. And... Right, yeah. play
4: hopscotch. Was well, yeah. that a
5: Tom
2: Brady thing, you think? No.
5: Hey, well, it, it a looks, little bit. It, it only makes it look worse because it was Tom Brady. And it could have been a result of what happened with Tua, it's a
6: right?
2: Thing. Okay. But See, it didn't like, happen
5: anywhere else. That's yeah. what it is. It, I, I, to me, the 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 uh, the sack on Tua and the sack on Tom Brady look very similar, but Tua's looks more violent because Tua's the
2: size of Joe.
7: Let's finish the intros.
2: Right. <laughs> Listen, it was Alvin. Right. Oh no, we're not going to
7: introduce everybody before we get into it. Yeah, I'm doing it right you now. Say there's voices just popping in. Yeah, no one knows the in. name of the voices.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right. Thank <laughs> you, doctor. <laughs> Joe mean, Davis I'm up, doing good. I, I know he's gonna say I did all all <laughs> <that laughs> on purpose. I swear to God. I swear <laughs> to God, I did it all on purpose. Let let you know that power's a mother. <laughs> give, g- give give, him a little bit of power. Look yeah, what yeah, happened, Charlie. Uh,
3: Charlie called him doctor.
6: Yeah. Him.
2: Re- <laughs> ref-
7: At least I didn't and just and take now, over. I gave him a little What's
5: up, Matt D- Matt's burger? I can't complain, Charlie. Happy to be here with everybody. Cold Breeze.
3: I'm good, man. Alvin and I, we had a, a nice weekend with the Fighting Irish yeah. winning in Las Vegas. It's about time. Yeah. I, so we're now don't we're get, not. Don't get happy. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. We're not in the top twenty-five. But we're we're in the others receiving votes. That's we're right. Game, <laughs> we're going to bulk? And I, let me say this: than all than one the one schools that talk yeah. about Notre Dame,
4: they still won't schedule us. So that says something. And
2: they That's can right. make a lot of money scheduling <laughs> Notre Dame.
4: Yes, you could
7: yeah. get that loss. Won't help you get into the playoff though.
4: Well, it'd be easy when they expand the 12 teams, really. Okay, let's
2: go around the horn real quick. Joe Davis, why did the Cardinals lose to the Philadelphia Phillies?
4: You
7: had uh, two MVP caliber players that didn't show up. I think Marmol actually did a really good job all season long in controlling analytics in the field of the game. And I think he kind of budged and fell over to the analytics sides and took... Quintana out too early in the first game, have and, that just, that and that just ruined the whole series from there.
2: Cole
3: race. I definitely think hitting is the number one culprit. I'm having as much fun as anybody questioning every single move Olimar Marmol makes, but at the end of the day, three runs in two games, and that, that third run in the first game counted for nothing because you were down by four in the final inning. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the bats didn't show up. You supplied no offense. And then on top of that, Olimar Marmol also made some goofy decisions with mm-hmm. the rotation.
7: Oh, yeah, not only that, why is Pujols batting second? Yeah. I didn't like that at all.
2: So yeah. that
3: way we can watch him run when yeah,
2: Goldschmidt's up next. No yeah, Burger. But but uh, one Hold on. But that Mike Berger says he's the best player ever in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> he can't, he can't even walk. He can't, that's even not walk fair. he can't even walk to first base. Uh, yeah. Ten years he couldn't run the first that's base. But well, go ahead, Burger. Are you done? <laughs> go
5: ahead. Are you done? He has a couple of gold
2: gloves, right?
5: Yeah. Are you? Yeah, he's got a couple. Are you done? He's the best. He's the best player <laughs> in baseball history. Go ahead. He's my favorite. I didn't say he's the best. I said he's my favorite. Okay. They got cold at the wrong time is what it all boils down to. Saturday night, I watched the Grand Prix of Japan, hoping that maybe Goldschmidt and Arenado would show up there to drive a car <laughs> since they weren't there for the playoff series. But, no, they weren't there either. They just Nowhere to be found. Yeah, they just nowhere to be found. They were MIA the entire time, and that's what happens sometimes in baseball. You get cold at the wrong time. It's a long season. It's ebbs and flows, and they when they should have been flowing. But really? it wasn't only that they weren't hitting. They were swinging
7: at
4: Goldsmith was swinging at dumb pitches.
7: Yeah, he lost. Oh, yeah, it was
2: just bad. All right, Mr. Football, what do you think, Miller?
4: You know, I, I think I think the bottom line is, when, with the as the Cardinals go, it's just a bad time for bats to get cold. At the same time, you make too much money for the bats to get cold. Yeah, mm. Philadelphia took a trip here and their bats weren't cold, so it's just it's just no excuse. That that's just too just no, yeah. no excuse. I think it comes down to, um, you know, maybe they were just so happy to be in the playoffs. Yeah, they were really excited about trying to get to the World Series. Sometimes
5: we just, you know, if the pros, I think they they celebrated early. Sure, I mean I don't think they were talented to get to the World Series, but they should have beat the Phillies.
7: It's the new standard in St. Louis. They should have won a game. And just make the yeah. playoffs. They should have won a
2: standard. game. They should have won a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, win I win. mean a game, but I mean like I don't, the, the Phillies
5: aren't that good. They should they should have lost to them in two games. No doubt no. they
3: should have been playing on Sunday. I mean at least. if I don't
5: think they would if they would have gone on, I don't think they would have beaten the Braves. And if no. somehow they would have beaten the Braves, I don't think they were going to beat the Dodgers, but.
7: And or some the people think that
2: the Braves are better than the Dodgers.
7: Yeah, yeah I'm no, not. Worried. I'm not really to do that yet. Some they're close though.
2: They're close. They're real, real close. Monday Night Football tonight is the Raiders against the Kansas City Chiefs in KC. Who you got, Burger, and why? Oh, the Chiefs are going to win this
5: one. The Raiders have the Raiders have won 4 games at Camaro head since 1990. So I don't like those odds. Mm-hmm. And right now Kansas City is just a better team. They got the better quarterback, they got the better head coach. They're going to win. And
2: did they lose last
5: week? The Chiefs? Mm-hmm. No, they won. 2 weeks ago. 2 weeks ago they lost to the Colts. they lost they to a bad call twice
2: in, in a month.
5: What's that? Um, they're not going
2: to lose twice.
5: No, no they're month. not. I mean, the only th- and I don't think this really happens in the NFL, but their next game, Kansas City's next game is against uh Buffalo. And you know you're right. They're going to be really ready for that one, if they are just somehow overlooking the Raiders in a tissue basin in a Buffalo. They, but that doesn't really happen in the NFL. Thank
3: you.
2: In college, it does. College, college it does it
5: not, it not really in the NFL.
3: Because so they I definitely think that the Chiefs are going to win this one. I think that right now, I I know what the Bills just did this weekend, but I take the Chiefs over the Bills at this point. I've just I've been oh, re- we're a, outside of the Colts game, not just acting like that didn't happen because it certainly did. But they've looked phenomenal and. Andy Reed's doing Andy Reid things, man. They got creative game plan game plan, creative plays in the red zone. Man, when you get in the red zone, when you're mm-hmm. defending them in the red zone, you have no idea what's coming. They'll have a tight end to a QB sneak on you. You never know.
2: Alvin Miller.
3: Uh when the Raiders come
4: to Kansas City, it's almost like Super Bowl. Kansas City's gonna win. You just don't win in Kansas City, especially with the mm-hmm. Raiders and the Chiefs. I mean, it's it's I've been there mm-hmm. quite a few times cheering for the Raiders. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. Just, it's
6: doctor, sad.
2: Doctor?
7: Yeah, it's over. I, I think the Chiefs win this one pretty easy, and then it's going to be a lot of pressure on Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr because mm-hmm. it's either one of them or it's both because it's not working out. And pe- I'm tired of hearing excuses for Derek Carr. Well, the offensive line, receivers not running right mm-hmm. routes, people dropping balls, Hunter Renfro fumbling. I don't want to hear it. You're not winning.
3: I, qu- I question whether or not Josh McDaniels is this coaching See, prodigy he's that not. we all have been building him up to be over the past decade.
2: Everybody is not a head coach. Some coaches exactly. are yeah. just assistant coaches. And or he's or that before. you're
3: right. Or need to stay as offensive
4: coordinator or defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. Mm-hmm. Right. But unfortunately, rather than give him more money, you give him a different title. Now you have a guy who's on the sideline who's not really not totally in charge of the exactly. offense or the defense and no longer looking down. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden you go, okay, be a
3: great coach. Eh, he's a great yeah. coordinator. How many Belichick guys have been successful as head coaches? Not we can, many. We can run through. None. Patricia was a bust. 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 Romeo Cronell, as far as I know, was he was a bust. 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 Uh, Tr- Charlie West at Notre Dame. Bust. A- It was good to start, and then it quickly went downhill when they lost Bertie Quinn. Yeah, nobody. Who are are the other Joe Judge? Uh, Terrible. (laughs) Very bad. Honestly, honestly, guy's the
2: only one you can even make it. I'm not saying he's a good coach. Who? The guy with the Giants. Where did he come from?
3: Oh, he uh, special teams coach with the Patriots. Yeah, Yeah. and then he went right. He and he and uh, Patricia went right back. And I'm not. I'm not saying he's a good head coach because I don't think he was a
5: terrible head coach, but he was a great Bill O'Brien. Now, Bill O'Brien, the general manager, nah, was terrible. Yeah. The Bill
4: O'Brien, the head
2: coach, wasn't awful. He's upsetting me with Notre, with Alabama too. Uh,
4: when, yeah. when, when did <laughs> yes, I don't I know all do. the history, but Belichick? When did Belichick have a season? You say great season? He's t- oh, he's a tough coach without
5: Tom Brady. The year that they had Matt Castle and they, I think they still went to the playoffs
6: really? that year. Uh, they had no.
0: a good year. They no, they had Randy they, Moss, they missed Ross, it. Uh, they, they didn't have Matt him. Castle.
5: They didn't, Matt Castle wasn't the quarterback when they had Randy Moss. They had Brady. That was Brady. They, that was Brady.
3: They missed the playoffs okay. at eleven and five. Okay.
5: Then who at was the receiver five? Receiver that year? Whoever, whoever West, they had, Wes De- Walker. Play. Yeah. No, De- no. Who like Dion Branch or whoever Probably. it was.
3: Yeah.
2: The, was, the Patriots good? coaches are sort of like a great singing group, the Temptations, the Beatles. Once they get by themselves they're mediocre okay yeah they're okay they got that harmony together this one check is still a tremendous coach
3: there's one coach we haven't brought up yet brian flores
2: oh well uh, i don't i don't blame Brian Flores. i don't either i don't blame him at all he wasn't bad coach
3: no no because they went eight and eight
2: he told he was told a to lie <laughs> and then what he told him to it do was, got was washed washed under the carpet and then yet we're supposed to believe what the miami's office said about Tua. With Stephen Ross, the owner of the, the uh, Dolphins, mm-hmm. he lies all the time. Uh-uh, Come on.
5: I'd hire Brian Flores to coach my team. Any day of the yeah.
2: week. Yeah. Although he's in a bad situation oh, right
5: now. No, the
3: way the Steelers hey, look word.
5: right now. Oh, I don't think it's really his fault. There, that being the team's pretty banged up. Hey. Yeah.
2: I think it's just overall talent hey.
5: too.
3: So avoid Belichick's. Assistant.
2: Mike
7: Tomlin went ten and six, and they were talking about they wanted to fire him. Yeah, With
2: <laughs> Gillick, Terry Bradshaw, Gillette trying to make
5: anyway. this through. Yeah, you
7: remember three. If years they ago. win four games. Yeah, right. be.
2: Hot. Terry Bradshaw was down on him four years. Ago. Yeah. If,
5: they, if, if the Steelers are dumb enough the fire Mike Tomlin, he'll be unemployed for two
2: seconds. No, they yeah, they That's don't right. Oh hell yeah. yeah! And folks, Mike Tomlin was not hired because of the Rooney Rule. Most people think that because the Rooney Rule started in Pittsburgh. He was just hired because he was a damn good coach. Yeah. Probably my favorite coach. Hey, let's take a quick time out. When we come back at 6.30, we'll be joined by post-dispatch writer, reporter Benjamin Hockman. He covered the Cardinals, covers the Blues. Also, former NBA writer out in Denver. We'll talk to him. And when we come back, we'll talk about the University of Missouri Tigers. Just another pitiful coaching display. We'll be back. You'll
8: never find As long as you live Someone who loves you
0: Presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
2: Lou Rawls, who was August A. Bush seniors, one of his best friends, was on the board of the Rams, on the board of A.B. the great Lou Rawls. Hey, reward yourself daily with the Snooks Rewards app. With Snooks Rewards, you earn 2% back on every purchase. It's simple. Shop, earn, redeem. Just show your barcode at the app, and you use your cell phone, at the checkout. I did that yesterday. I felt so good. <laughs> Tomorrow morning I'm going to Snooks and I'm going to buy a turkey because I'm going to, I'm going to uh, fix me a turkey Sunday. Because yesterday I went to the winery. Oh, my God. I went to a winery called Quarry yesterday. And there's a plane in the water. There used to be a diving school there. The women there was. so... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the quarry out there in New Melly? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. A, the guy said, uh, go down there and look. At the, it's a plane on the ground. I said, it is? He said, yeah. He see. Charlie, you want to come out here? You can go fishing. Nah, not by myself. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> nah, well, New Melly, A little remote for you. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. Alvin Miller is here, representing uh, Alvin Miller, the Miller family, and University of Notre Dame. Dr. Joseph yes, sir. he's just a PhD poor helpless dope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That burger and cold breeze from the morning show, from Frank's show. This is Frank's money man.
3: That's you're, right, yeah. You're, you're the money man. I, I guess so. He's I, a I, commercial. I, I make sure that he gets paid, that's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, Joe runs the show because Frank, Frank and I both will leave a little bit early. We just... We can. Whose show is it? Yeah. A Frank show. Uh, we show. had a live remote
7: right by the stadium at uh, Oyster Bar on Friday, and he left early.
2: He left the remote.
7: All- he had to go do live shots for the for the TV station. Left oh, early.
2: You have to do it.
7: Left with Craig. That's a
2: little different than just whoa, whoa. busting out. So it was just you and Craig. And Jim here Jim Huer came too. I love my, I love me some Jim Huer. Okay, what happened to Mizzou Sunday, Saturday? Matt Berger, you first.
5: They just lost. I mean, Mizzou is. Mizzou. bad to mediocre this year I mean I think I think any sane person would have told you that, and they just lost to a better team on the road that happens in college football
2: cold breeze
3: well, I agree with Matt, but I also think that they missed out on some opportunities tell Florida
2: me, tell me how you really feel because i I don't think you give me the real deal
3: well, I think that I don't think Mizzou's is very good, so let's just get that out there if you if you come want on. I don't think they're come very on good come on neither I come think over. Florida played Pretty poorly, Anthony. Uh, Anthony Richardson had 66 passing yards on eight completions, which is god awful in college football. Uh, those you, you would think that those were white white QB numbers with those numbers, uh, just <laughs> awful hey, in college. Why
2: well, you bring up racism? I just, I just got, I, I just got first, to the up. first time up. ever racism yeah, ever been brought yeah, up on yeah. the show. There's only one color in life, brother, green. <laughs> Talk <laughs> but, about green.
3: not, not bad, but. Um the, Mizzou had some opportunities. Florida had a couple missed field goals. They threw an interception of their own, and uh, Mizzou just could not capitalize. I like that they were at least competitive, but I didn't think very highly of Florida's performance either, so yeah. that also, by definition, means that I don't think very highly of Mizzou's performance either.
2: Joe?
7: I think they're lucky the last couple of weeks they've played against some mediocre offenses. Even Georgia didn't play very well offensively. No, they didn't. Which makes that defense look a little bit better. But when you watch Mizzou offensively, you I go into the game knowing they have no chance to win unless they do special teams things or they score a touchdown on defense because the offense yeah. leaves a lot. There's nothing there.
2: Alvin Miller.
4: You know, I, I think the thing of it is with Mizzou, it's a matter of believing in yourself. And they had the situation where they dropped the ball at the goal line. Mm-hmm. How would they recover? They came back, fought against Georgia, and then at the end, fourth quarter, they just didn't know how to close out and get the deal done, right? So I feel like now they feel like no matter what we do, yep. we're still Mizzou. I yeah, They, they don't believe in themselves. I, I, yeah, you're right. It's going to be a long season now. Yeah. When that
2: happens twice, you you're right there, and that happens, that's and that best.
4: happens, you're like, man, let's yeah. just get Saturday over with.
2: You think it's mental now. not I, I really no, do. They're mad blown. Uh, I really and
4: do. And, and
5: you know who that falls they're, on. They're, they're kids. And, co- and if co- that's their mentality, you know who that co- falls on.
2: That's coaching right there. Folks, of course, you know, I've been a nemesis on Mizzou. But really, I haven't been a nemesis because stats don't lie. You're dishonest. I'm dishonest. It's the reality. I think we got a terrible coach.
7: It is oh, now it's terrible. That.
2: Now it's terrible. Oh, yeah. I've always said it, but I was kind of cleaning up. But it's <laughs> easy to blame the coach. This is like using the word racism. No, I, it was easy to blame I think, him, but I think Drink would get away
7: with it a little bit, and everybody would say it's just Mizzou give him some opportunities, but he's supposed to be an offensive guru.
5: Well, I don't see anything are, it's special it's, it's, on the offense. It's the combination of that. And I don't 40,
7: care if you don't have players. Give me a couple players that Regruding, I can say, oh, okay, if he had somebody there, they would make it work. In the recruiting
4: class that he's bringing
2: in, and yeah. Where was but, but the never, he, Giro, at? Appalachian State. Thank you. Case closed.
4: And actually, it was there after and those weren't his players. After someone left. That wasn't his place. Yeah, and he continued. Now, it's one thing to say that about Barry Switzer, who continued with the Cowboys. But Barry Switch was already a proven coach,
6: right? right yeah.
4: So my man did that at Appalachian State. And, you know, all of a sudden it, it gets tricky that, okay, Joe has a great offense. He's the head coach. So he gets credit. The next week, I get credit because I'm the officer coordinator. So make yeah. up your mind, yeah. right? Yep. You know, you just get like, but who, we, who we can get credit to? Mm-hmm. Was it his offense was the officer coordinator? You know, did he bring the guy with him? And what's going on now? Yeah, I agree.
3: Two more coaching candidates just became available in the past couple weeks. Paul Chris at Wisconsin, who I mentioned a few weeks ago, and you Matt should
2: have never been fired.
3: And yeah, they uh, well, that, that shows the standards that Wisconsin has. Doesn't or it? I haven't heard anything, and I just wonder is it more to it
4: that will have other teams, schools backing off? That's just weird.
2: Yeah. All right, let's go to my guest line. This brother, that's my. This is my young brother. He knows the NBA, Major League Baseball, hockey, and he's going to talk all season long. We're going to talk a lot of NBA. From the Post-Dispatch, Mr. Benjamin Hockman. Hey, what's up, Ben? Hey, how are you, Charlie? We got a full house tonight. We got Alvin, we got Cole, and Matt here tonight. Nice. Hey, okay, simple question. What happened to our baseball Cardinals?
9: Well, the, the simple answer would be the two best St. Louis baseball Cardinals uh, arguably two of the five best hitters in baseball uh, didn't mm-hmm. hit the two-game series. Uh, it's as simple as that. Goldschmidt and Arnauto came up. not Obviously, they came to the plate a lot, but they came to the plate also with runners on numerous times and struck out. It, it was hard to watch. It must have been frustrating to watch for the fans, and that's a big reason why um, we're, we're not uh, talking about the, the Braves right now. Ben, uh, Matt Berger here. Been a
5: long time, buddy. Yeah, what's up? Um, Hey, good, man. Good to hear from you. Uh, if, if if you were to uh, – the Cardinals – if you were to – like, what would you change with the Cardinals there during this offseason? Where do you – other than the lineup, or what part of the lineup do you think they need to improve on the most?
9: Yeah, great question. I mean, right away I'd, I'd go to Albert Pujols and talk to him and be like, yeah, I know the, the retirement ceremony was special and all, but you surely have got 15 more home runs in that bat, 20 home runs in that bat. And then when he turns them down – then you have to figure out how to how to fill that hole. And uh, but really, the, to me, the biggest question—I mean, you could argue what's the biggest question. I mean, catcher is a pretty important position,
6: too. Yeah. instance. Mm-hmm.
9: But um, I—if I, Wainwright re- retires, if Wayne retires, try saying that even one time.
6: <laughs> <laughs> um, who's
9: who's the if you will fifth pitcher in the rotation? Clearly, they've got Liberatore and Zach Thompson and some of these younger guys in the system. But I, I say they, they go out and splurge and, and try to get a Degrom, even if it's for one or two years. But the reality is the St. Louis Cardinals showed that in the new playoff setup, uh, winning your division but being the third division winner is just like winning a wild card.
0: Mm-hmm. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Hey uh, Ben, it's Cole here. Obviously, Ollie Marmol has been scrutinized for many of his decisions, and uh, a lot of them having to do with the pitching rotation during that little series. I was surprised to see that Jordan Hicks was one of the first guys that he yeah. brought in out of the pen in both games. Were you surprised?
9: O- only because we we've we in the media have spoken to to Marmol about Hicks, about every player you know during the course of this whole thing, um, the whole season and postseason. That there there's confidence in Hicks. Once he gets his walks down, and, and he had done that in some of his appearances, looked good in some of his rehab starts. And a hundred miles per hour with some sink to it is is is, is uh, elite, and uh, that that's why I went to him. And, and Hicks looked pretty good.
5: And I would say uh, we you brought up going after Degrom. That's one thing this Cardinals team was kind of missing too. They don't have like that one ace mm-hmm. that you know they can go to be like, you know what. This is almost we can almost pin this thing in as a W. That's how good this guy is. They haven't had probably one of those since Chris Carpenter.
9: And, and the irony, of course, is that their two starting pitchers did fare very well in the playoff games. But you're right during the during the regular season, has had stretches, Wainwright had stretches where they were dominant players. Michaelis made the All Star team, and Flaherty, we've seen it before, and we've seen it in short stints this year too. That he's got electric stuff. But there's no question, yeah. If you if you talk about the St. Louis Cardinals, you're going to name four or five position players before you name one pitcher.
4: Hey, uh, Alvin here. Just a quick question: Do you think that they'll just rad this out for a couple of years, or because we lost some star players, they'll go out and get some more star power to bring into St. Louis?
9: Yeah, it's, that's an interesting question because when you talk about star power, it's not it's 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 not necessarily like. Star power—it's more like local star power with with Molina and Pujols, But it's, but you're not replacing the best players. Now Pulhos was one of the best players down the stretch there last season, but they still have a guy that's going to win the MVP and a guy that's probably going to come in third or fourth in the MVP in Arnado. Um, so really, it's, but you want to maximize the replacement truly, and that's why you look at a Contreras from Chicago or you look at, at some of these other catching options, and Andrew Kizer's a really great guy, but can he do 162? I don't know. Mm. You'd, you'd have to wonder if, if Herrera, if anybody from the system, is is more suited to be the starting catcher or not. But, yeah, I mean, Contreras makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. My guest tonight
2: from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, Mr. Benjamin Hockman, was Ali Marmol, was he out Fox? Outmanaged by the Philadelphia Phillies in the first game.
9: I, so he said, and he, he said this the next day, he goes, I would do it the same way. It went in regards to how taking out Helsley, and it and it did happen fast. You can make that argument. Um, so, yeah, I mean, basically the whole series came down to, to that 10 minutes, if you will, uh, where, where Helsley walked two guys and then hit the third guy, and that's when they took him out. But – in re- in regard, he then made the right move. I would argue. Some people said, "Oh, bring in Flaherty." No, they- you bring in the ground ball pitcher against Figueroa, who's known as a ground ball hitter. And what happened? He hit he hit a ground ball, a-, a double play ball. And yes, you could argue that the defense was in too much. But you could also argue, like, hey, the- these Cardinals coaches watch literally every player, every defensive alignment, every offensive at bat. They they put guys places because the numbers say to put them in those places and and that and that's probably why they didn't make the double play there and then Plante got more ground balls so um, I don't want to say like out Fox like it was it was it was drastic or anything like that but um, yeah I mean again though if, if if your two best players go one for 15 with six strikeouts it doesn't matter if you got Connie Mack in in the dugout or, or whatever
2: Benjamin Hockman how far is Jordan Walker from the major leagues?
9: That's a great question also, and and one that's that's very pertinent. Uh, He's in the Arizona Fall League right now, hit a home run the other day. The Fall League is traditionally where teams send top prospects who they plan to have in the majors either that next season or the season after that. If you look at the 2022 Cardinals, there were, I believe, five or six guys that played in the Fall League the previous fall. Um, So, yeah, that all adds up to Walker being in competition, at least, uh, to make the the club next year. And uh, he's been playing outfield in in recent weeks, learning that position. He's the best-hitting prospect in baseball. Does that mean he's going to be Vlad Guerrero Jr. or Aaron Judge or anything like that? You know, it's hard to say. Uh, But when you got a guy hitting that well, that consistently, you got to think he's going to be on your big league team next year.
3: Some people were surprised that Jordan Montgomery was the guy that he, Ali Marmal went to in game two when Michaelis got chased a little bit earlier than planned. What do you think that said about who Ali Marmal was planning to go for the start of game three?
9: That's a good question. I mean, I think they were going to go with Wainwright. And frankly, I, I didn't like that. But he's, he's said a million times that he would, you know, in, in however many ways, that he would go to battle in a playoff situation. He would. Adam Wainwright is the guy he wants to go to battle with, regardless of how Adam looked in his past five starts. Um, I, I like the Montgomery move, and, and yeah, I guess you could say I'm trying to think back. I mean, he let up that one run, but overall, he seemed pretty efficient. And yeah, I think the reality is that, that Wainwright would have started Game Three, and uh, but I would have gone with Flaherty.
2: My guest tonight, of course, from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, Mr. Benjamin Hockman. Okay, Benjamin. <laughs> Here we go, Adam Wainwright. What is his future? You as a reporter that's there with him. What do you think his future is with the St. Louis Cardinals?
9: Well, and this is this is just a, my guess is I I think he'll retire. Um, you you look at the situation. Um, he did really poorly down the stretch. He had a, what he called. He called it a dead arm, and and it, it remained dead, if you will. Normally, it, it revives itself. But it was pretty bad for those final, I think, five starts. Um, Yadier Molina is retiring. His, um, he, I mean, you know, that's that's his guy, right? Three hundred twenty-five plus, you know, games together. So next year it'd be like him and Ivan Herrera. It, it, I don't know. And then you know, he's made all the money in the world. His, his kids are. You know, in school, it'd be nice to be around them. And I guess the question is, like, what else does he want to accomplish that he hasn't already? And he's mentioned hitting the, I think it was the 200 win threshold, but I don't know. I just, I just sense that, that this was a heck of a final ride. He, that this was what he seemed to be a final ride. And I'd love to have him back. He's the best quote in baseball and, and, and a nice guy. And I think he could re- rejuvenate his arm to be a quality fifth starter, but. I'm I'm betting against that. I'm betting against the return.
5: Ben, other than Molina, Pools, and now Wainwright, give me a player that you'd be surprised to be on the roster next year.
9: I think they deal Tyler O'Neill. I I think that's a guy who, of course, vied for MVP votes the year before, but this year was a big headache in in many regards and the injuries. And and we talked about Jordan Walker, and we saw the rise of Lars Newtbar in the second half. And then you got Carlson in center. Uh, I wonder if you can get a pretty good ball player for Tyler O'Neill in some sort of package deal.
2: Okay, Mr. Hockman, let's shift gears real quick. We've seen Halloween here early this this month. The Mizzou Tigers—what a boo-boo of a mistake they've been! <laughs>
9: it's been rough, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, do you I, think? Uh, what do
2: you think about them?
9: Well, I mean, so you look at the Auburn game, right? Like, I mean, how many people out of the stands could have made that kick? You know, thousands, right? Um, But it was just a situation where they had that game won and the reliable kicker inexplicably missed the kick. Uh, If they win that game, maybe we're not having this conversation right now because we're talking about how they, they got one on the road. But they didn't and then they fell, They lost the, the next two games. So, yeah, it, it's a lot of frustration. Now Burton is hurt. Uh, we don't know what's up with that. Um, I, I thought this was a team that was going to make a bowl game for sure and maybe win seven games. Now, I mean, where, where are victories besides Vanderbilt and what is it, New Mexico State, mm-hmm. even on that, that schedule? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very frustrating.
5: Do you think that Luther Burton will be on the Tigers team next year?
9: it's hard to say. Um, it's hard to say. I, 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 I mean, I can't speak for him or his family, but uh, if he gets to play some more this year, if he's not terribly hurt and can continue to play, I think he'll, uh, he'll stay. But, you know, I mean, Jameson Williams is his friend was at, at Alabama and, you know, the grass is always greener. Uh, I mean, and that that's the frustrating part about the transfer portal and, Uh, I will say, I remember writing a column about Burden heading into this year, and I looked up the the production of the previous, I think, five guys that had been ranked as the number one receiver in in high school football as seniors, and none of them had good freshman years. Now, that's not to say no freshman receiver ever had a good year. Clearly that's not true, but those particular fives uh, were kind of works in progress. So maybe we shouldn't have, have expected great things from Burden just looking at the track record, but you would think or you would want to think that with Sam Horn, the backup quarterback, uh, likely earmarked as the quarterback next year, a guy he can work with and grow with, and heck, maybe Sam Horn gets the start against Vanderbilt. Who knows? That, that maybe Burden realizes that this this is a place I can – I can grow myself.
2: Benjamin Hockman, on the other side of the coin with Luther Burbank, what happens if he scores several touchdowns but Mizzou still loses? He'll pick up in his mind, this is just not a losing, this is not a winning tradition. Does he look elsewhere in the transfer portal?
9: I mean, quite possibly. I mean, I I I think every single player, at least, Date, not daydreams, but like their mind wanders. What if I went in the transfer portal? And I'm sure Luther Burden thought about that after that recent game where he didn't get many catches and then they lost at, at Auburn. I mean, it, it's human nature, especially in 2022 in a social media world where uh, if you do well, you haven't done well enough, and if you don't do well, well, you might as well just get out of that situation because you're not, you're not destined to do well per every handle on twitter or or whatever um but yeah I, I i think i think for him though the sales pitch is like look you think you're that good prove it prove it in the sec where we will we'll get you the football prove it mm-hmm. and i ho- hopefully he's a competitor enough where he's like yeah i i should prove it first and then if i still want to leave then yeah i'll leave and, and at least have that on my resume
3: Not to belabor belabor this point, but I have one more Luther Byrne question for you. Five catches for 20 yards this week. His average per catch always seems to be really low. He's always using the short yardage. Do you think that's a drink problem with the play design, or do you think he's just not ready to be a deep threat at this point?
9: Well, you see in college football a lot that the top receivers lately have been moved into the slot, not not the, the deep ball threat like they've had um love it at times this season. Um I think they like the I think Drake for better or worse likes the idea of just getting him the ball, making sure the possession occurs and then let his let his amazing legs and, and athleticism take off. Um, but we haven't seen it, you know, consistently. Um I don't know. I, I And the other part, I, yes, I wish they'd thrown it to him more in that Auburn game, and, and uh, there's no question about that. I, I also have to say, like, all right, if Drinkowitz thinks that he can use him as a decoy and get Lovett going, Lovett's pretty darn good, too. Let's not forget that.
4: I want to be fair to all players. Do you think the guy who fumbled the ball – at the one-year line, slept better than the kicker, or you think the kicker slept better that night? <laughs>
9: that is a wonderful, wonderful debate. My guess is that the two of them were both awake and up and just drinking whiskey. And, and one, that I, I, I think the was. kicker's
4: mom was saying, yay, what my baby.
6: <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: right, my guest tonight, Benjamin Hartman from the St. Louis post let Let's have a one or two... NBA question: Who is the best team in Los Angeles? Is it the Lakers or is it the Clippers right now today, Benjamin?
9: A good question because we don't know truly what Anthony Davis will be this year, and we don't know truly what Kawhi will be this year. Uh, but I'm I'm going to go with the Lakers. I'm I'm such a big LeBron guy. You want to think that with the new coach. New optimism, uh, rejuvenated and kind of humbled Russ. that maybe, just maybe, they, they figure it out. Um, but I bet if you asked a hundred journalists, more than fifty would have would choose the Clippers. What
2: well, have you dug into the personal situation that TMZ did? And someone at the uh, Golden State is in trouble with the fight but Draymond slapped Jordan Poole. Have you looked into that? That.
9: Yeah, I'm obviously someone got the footage to TMZ, and if they were an employee of the Warriors, it just didn't make any sense to me, Mm. because you, you would have to think that they would be able to identify that person. I mean, practices are generally closed. So you could, and there's security cameras everywhere. You could figure out the identity of every person inside that gym. My guess is they, within a day, they've figured out the identity of of who even was able to get it on tape and then thus who who sold it to TMZ. And, you know, it it just doesn't doesn't make sense, right? Why would you possibly do that, knowing that they'd be able to find you and and your career would be over, not just your job, but what NBA team would take you?
2: And Draymond Green is... uh... Left the team for several days.
9: Yeah, yeah. That was a. I mean, he, he needed to. I mean, that was that wasn't just a shove, right? No. That was, yeah. That was Mike Tyson Punch. against Trevor Burbank. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, Hawk. Uh, so we have the Las Vegas Raiders getting ready getting ready to go on Monday Night Football. Let me ask you this: How long until we see an NBA team in Vegas?
9: I would say three years I, I don't know if it's expansion or you know it's funny I always used to use Memphis as the example of the team that would probably move but ever since Ja got there the franchise has been rejuvenated so I don't know I don't know which team would possibly move to Vegas but it is clear that that market is a viable powerful sports market and it's only a matter of time before the NBA uh, takes up takes it takes up shop there calls it home
2: uh, one more question Benjamin Hockman Vegas, small community, but very powerful when it comes to professional sports. So you think all three or four of those professional franchises can do well in Vegas?
9: Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I mean, you you look at the entertainment aspect of it, and it really, really, just it's as simple as this: hockey made it there, right? If hockey can make it there, which is not a traditionally popular American sport mm. compared to the other ones why can't basketball, and clearly why can't football, which only has eight home games or whatever the math is, a year. Um, so that, that's I guess that's the way I would look at it.
2: So if Libby Raji, Bob Hope, James Brown, Frank Sinatra can make it, anyone can make it in all <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
9: exactly.
2: Benjamin Hockman, thanks very much for coming on. We'll be doing this quite a bit this year. We'll talk a lot of the NBA, okay? I like it. Take care. Nice talking to you all. Have a good night. Thank you very much. Benjamin Hockman, the Post-Dispatch, very good guy. Yeah, he is. He loves the NBA. He does. Nerd. Yeah. We're going to do a lot of NBA this year. Alvin Miller's here. Matt Burton. Cole Barton, reporter, And, of course, make a the good phone. doctor. Yes, yeah, sir. That's Thank right. You. Joseph Dayton.
3: Always. Keeping right. us in line. I'm to trying. Saw so start that music
2: slowly. Rewards day. program. Yeah, you know, he, he today, he played all this great music. I go did I get any credit? Not
7: one credit for what the music? Yeah. Oh, yeah, today I played the OJs. I played, oh, that's uh, good
2: stuff.
7: oh, that was one. Phil, song. I played your Phyllis Hyman song. <laughs> I know
2: you, brought... that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <You're my> Frank said, and then Frank got the nerve to say, Wow, who's that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he tell Frank?
2: Gersh-Nair oh, Gersh-Nair oh, I know, not I know, I know what
3: you mean. I know what you it's mean. Not at all. Matter of
2: fact, when we come back, play that song. Oh, yeah. We're brought to you now, so you want rewards for yourself. Download the slugs Rewards app today and start saving money off of your groceries. We'll be right back. You
8: know a man's home is his castle, and I'm coming home to...
0: Welcome back to The Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
2: All right, welcome back to The Charlie Tuna Show. We're just having a good time. This portion of the show is brought to you by Worldwide Technology, David Stewart and friends. Matter of fact, we're going to be talking to a lot of people associated with Worldwide Tech. We'd like to say hello to Raja Karot who raced here. In June during the NASCAR Cup series. Also, Antron Brown. He's all brothers and sisters. He's with the National Hot Rod Association. First black champion who also raced at WWTR a few weeks ago. So we'll be doing a lot here. Also, I don't want to forget to mention Brittany Force. She set a national record as the top fastest top fuel running runner in history. She drove a car at three hundred and thirty eight miles per hour. That's right. She did that a couple of weeks ago at Worldwide Technology. So we'd like to thank David Stewart and Worldwide Technology oh, for man. being part of yes, sir. this brother. Hey, by the way, all you guys out there that were criticizing me on the radio the other day, what, a couple of months ago, Joe, were they're saying. Out of, was, out of touch. Uh, yeah, he, I'm you, were of, you were a buffoon. I was out of touch. I'm a buffoon. At least I know about what's going on in life. Yeah. I know what's happening really? down the zoo, too. I know everything was happening in Mizzou. I know about that ten thousand dollars too, mm-hmm. but I'll keep quiet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I, about that about I can't nobody, know what bro. you're talking about. Nobody,
9: somewhere. nobody
5: is better at pulling the pr- pulling the oh, pin man. on a grenade
2: and throwing it in the room and closing the door. That's than right. you. Yeah. you are the you best. See how quiet it got. It. got just yep. Waiting for
7: the taking time. Joe
2: Joe heard a guy tell Frank on the show a month or two ago. No, it was when the slot was tuna's out of touch. You don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm the reason why you're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I could pull the hook too tight now and the fish won't bite. <laughs> Come on, man. What
4: the hell? <laughs> now, you know Just what at me? the record show, I don't think you're out of touch.
2: Uh, you know, I, I could, t- thank you. And Matt, uh-huh. I know you know. Oh, I know. Yeah, you yeah. are the furthest thing from out of touch. And Joe will tell you right now if something happens, what do I do? <laughs> I call, call the source. All right. Go ahead, baby. Hey guys, what's up? What's going on, Alvin?
10: Hey, it's all good. Yeah, you know you know it's the same question with the Cardinals at the end of every every year seem like. They're good enough to win this, this weak division. They benefited from the weak division. And I don't know if you heard Bernie this this afternoon. He really broke the Cardinals yes, out so well. He didn't he didn't shill anything and you know, he's never gonna do that. He put all his statistics out. And one 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 position that stood out to the Cardinals are like 55 and 52 against teams that weren't Chicago. I mean, that weren't Chicago, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati mm-hmm. in, in, in that division. So they were they were basically a mediocre team who benefited. Now the question the question to the Cardinals is, of course, you've got to address catcher and shortstop. I'm
5: with you on shortstop.
10: I said, I'm with you on
5: shortstop.
7: I mean, their plan is Mason Wynn, if he can get gets it together a little Ooh. bit, and then you can put Tommy Edmund back at second. That's going to be their plan. Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah. But um, and another question is, is players like Newt Bard, Donovan, and those guys, Buckwheat. are they going to yeah. be good for five and a hundred and a half? No, I'm
6: not so, talking just
2: about you, know, baby. Stuff, I'm
7: talking about uh, rg guy He's talking about RG3. R- he R- saw rg R- 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 on 30. TV.
2: He's a modern-day Wheat Buck. <laughs> Go ahead, oh, baby. God. Yeah, I mean, this, you know,
10: this platoon stuff is okay, but, you know, I've, and like I said, Bernie, will put out another
0: stat, Arnado and Goldschmidt. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo
0: and we lost track of time.
11: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
10: they're two for twenty-three. Yep. Yeah, Awful. they have not delivered. They just didn't show up, and they and they didn't show up. You know, I can't did, I blame Marmol for that for that first game because the defense let us down too. The defense let us down. You know, in the ninth inning, I, you know, the, pitchers, the, the, pitch, the starting pitcher went well. Pitch played, pitched okay. Gallegos pitched okay, and I thought Polante was kind of put in a bad spot with him being so young and his first time. I mean, th- this team was just not put together for playoffs, and
2: we see the
10: I same agree.
2: say the same thing. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry for making that the derogatory comment about RG3, but I'm still upset at him for the comments he made about Deshaun Watson. Right, Joe?
7: Yeah, he went straight bootlicking. He was. Dead. It was his first day at ESPN too.
2: Just like blue. they just signed him, and he was just like, "I'm
7: gonna, I'm gonna trash Deshaun Watson." They Came had, in like a
2: wrecking ball. Yes. You see, they, they only do this to black folks, and Onion Heart used to be good. They had this fool running down the road with a horse. Who? Uh, Deshaun Watson They had this thing with him, RG3. They only do that to black folks. They had him riding a horse. They're running down the road next to a horse. No, they didn't. Oh, racing a horse. No, oh, they didn't. Hold on. Like a cartoon? Hold on. And then the other day in the Alabama game, the running backs are running down the, down the field. He runs 22 miles an hour. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're not in animals. Like it's a cheetah? Yeah. <laughs> His max time? speed was twenty six I did not. I did not. I've
7: seen They do it all the time. Though, the I've seen
2: that too. Yeah. Just, he runs 22 miles an hour. Come on, man.
4: And also, he's so articulate.
2: Yes, that, that's, that's very, their favorite one. The A very racist, well-spoken. That's and well-spoken. Well-spoken young man. That's the most racist world, word in the world. They used to say that about Brian, Brian Gumble. Articulate.
7: He's very articulate.
2: You don't say that about
7: Larry uh, Bird. He's, he must not be that black. He's articulate. I, he's I, a, I don't know if Larry Bird's that
3: articulate to be completely
2: yeah,
7: honest. He yeah, he's, yeah. he's the hick from French yeah. Lick. Yeah. I didn't say it. I said You
5: guys talk about your
2: own people. Well are two radio shows
3: at once. I am the brothers.
5: Either way, both races are going to get struck down tonight here on the Charlie yeah, Tunes yeah, Show. For right. Hey,
2: everyone is looking for ways uh, to save more these days. Why not check out the Sook Rewards? Wars? Members Get 2% back on every purchase. So reward yourself. Download the Slux Rewards app today and start saving money off of your groceries. We'll take a time out. When we come back, it'll be Alvin Miller, Cole Freeze, Matt Berger, the incomparable Dr. Joseph Davis. I'm
8: talking about a gloomy down home. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. You see, cousin? I don't want no gold watch for working 50 years from now.
0: A natural man. A natural man. A natural man. Welcome back to The Charlie well, Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 the Fan and
5: 590TheFan.com. Live, live from the Schnook Studios, this is The Charlie Tuna Show here on 590 the Fan Worldwide. 590TheFan.com, Matt Berger, Alvin I'm Miller. Oh, this
2: is Charlie Tuna. I'm walking out real, real quick. Make <laughs> sure I had his mic walk, potted down sure and everything. Alvin Miller... Talks about. I want to hear about Notre Dame in the future, please. Oh. That'll, Maybe
6: be, a, that'll we'll, be that'll be a quick segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, uh, it'll,
5: and, uh, it'll be longer than expected. And, uh, <laughs> and Cole with us, Notre Dame though with a nice win over BYU out in Las Vegas at uh, yeah. Allegiant Stadium. I thought they were going to lose. To be
4: honest, you know, I saw someone make a comment, and they just they didn't realize that BYU was a decent team this year they and are. very well respected as well as ranked. Yeah. Yes. And they talked about Notre Dame needs to beat uh, bigger teams, better teams, and these are games they should win. And then someone had to remind him that this is one of those games. Yes. That Notre Dame could have very easily have lost because BYU is the real deal. They kind of and, tried to lose, and they showed at the end of the game exactly. Goofy at exactly. The end there. <laughs> and I think they finally put some things together and realized when to use certain players and do certain things. And some players are just stepping up at Notre Dame. And that's really neat to see as a year goes on, because early on I also blame the coaching staff, because you have to know who you have, mm-hmm. exactly. and you yeah. got to win based on what you have, not based on how you want to win.
5: You got to win on how you can win,
4: and that's utilizing the players that you have.
5: And Coach, Coach I mean, his star could not have been any rockier, but it seems like he's starting to steady the ship. So, exactly, I mean, and you knew you were, you knew he was going to. But I mean, like when you lose your quarterback and. Everything else that's happened with Notre Dame and yeah, I mean you you got to give them a pretty big a pretty big wide bro. When, when you lose your quarterback and your offensive coordinator is not
4: very uh, creative, yeah, y- yet mm-hmm. uh, that hurts. So I mean they had a good good outing against Ohio State, but they caught Ohio State at the right time, first game. Yes, I don't care what you say, you catch somebody first game that's good like that. That's when you have to get them. You're right. So mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if Ohio State was good, Notre Dame was good. And, First game.
5: And to me, college football, that is the toughest game to judge. is the very first one right out of the game. It's the, yes. right. You can't you even judge it handle until later. You have no idea. Til because, later. till later, because uh, there is no preseason in college football. Right. They go straight from practicing right to the game. Boom. Hit the ground running. It, so you have
4: no idea. It about six or seven years ago. Like, oh, man. Notre Dame is ranked like, they were like maybe 16 or 17. Oh. And Michigan was ranked like number eight or something, mm-hmm. right? And Notre Dame played Michigan so tough. And they lost. But next thing you know, Notre Dame went from 18 to, like, number 15. Michigan went from eight to maybe seven or eight, whatever. Man, both teams ended up losing, like, three
5: or four games that year. Each team yeah. did. You know, but they go to like some yeah. that first game. I said, people, you don't know. I heard this on Peacock today. I want to get your take on it as someone who who bleeds uh,
3: who uh, Navy and gold.
5: Huh? I said you were watching Peacock? I watch uh, pro football talk in the morning when Howard Sner's not on. Uh, oh, that's fair. Um anyway, so they were they were promoting Stirling. the next game between Notre Dame and Stanford, and they called it a rivalry. And I'm like, is that really a rivalry between Stanford and Notre Dame? Back that's, in the twenties. That, that's Peacock want to go there like that, right?
4: Okay. If you'd if, be like if it's on, if U- it's on USC
5: my, and Notre Dame, it's absolutely on, is. if it's on my channel, it's a rivalry, <laughs> right? <laughs> they're playing off it a rivalry. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. like, oh, it's like how they're trying to make they're trying to make Arkansas do a rivalry, and it's been how many years, and it still doesn't feel like one. A rivalry yeah, is a rivalry. And that Stanford Notre
4: Dame, no not, no, not not at all. Is Notre Dame uh, USC, yes. Notre Dame, Michigan, yes, Notre Dame, Purdue, a little bit, a little bit, but uh, and some of the ones that been like they haven't played each other in a while, like if Notre Dame played Michigan State, that'd be a battle just because, yeah. But other someone like Stanford, no, stop it, don't even don't even go yeah. there. Yeah, well, when I heard Purdue that, that. You not know, And that and, and even not so much rivalry so much as um battle and total respect. Let's go get them kind of thing. Yeah, but flat out rivalry is USC. Yes, one hundred percent.
3: So why is Purdue more of a rival than Stanford? Because Stanford's been better over
4: the past. A rivalry is not because of who's better, right? A rivalry is really about tradition location, and a bitterness between the two programs. And and, and and Purdue being two hours away, then that's where the bitterness came in 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 Indiana. Boston College, that was all man-made because of two Catholic universities, right? We played Boston College in the Liberty Bowl, and we beat them. And that wasn't a rivalry then. That mm-hmm. you know, that time of rivalry was Michigan or the ultimate USC. So that was just made up by some Catholic people, Boston college versus Notre Dame. That's not a rivalry.
5: Yeah, it's it's like like Notre Dame Miami back in the day was, but I wouldn't say it's a rivalry now. Right. It's not. Right. Right. Yeah. It would be kind of like
4: what do you want to call it? Stirring up that rivalry again, if 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 that. But it's just not. But what's crazy is that every year. There's hate from USC and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Right now, the players who were there, they were never taught to hate Miami. And the Miami yeah. players never taught to mm-hmm. even hate no. Notre Dame. It's been a long gap. They'd be like, it's another team.
3: You could never really. get away with calling that rival rivalry, so to speak, and put that in their quotes. You can never call it the Catholics versus convicts now.
4: No. No. and And, and I want the record to show Notre Dame didn't call it that then. We did not. One guy selling t shirts called something. People flashed up. Oh, Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. No, we did not. Because yeah. the brothers did not call those guys convicts yeah. down in Miami. Ain't no chance. You know, one Here's guy with a t shirt did that. ESPN did the whole thing about it 30 for 30, convicts versus cap, whatever. We never called Miami convicts.
5: Because we're all fans. Speaking of USC, I saw this commercial. I think it was for Wendy's. With Reggie Bush, and like, that was me. we're going yes. to get Reggie Bush back something that was taken yes. away from him a long time ago. <laughs> it was like a bacon cheeseburger, and, yes. and I couldn't quit and laughing. That and was the, pretty fun. And the
4: story behind that, Wendy's is more or less kind of uh, pulled away from, they used to give out the Heisman High School Award. Oh, did they? Right? Okay. So uh-huh. they more or less had some This is behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. They more or less pulled away from the Heisman people in New York because for different various reasons. So they thought, you know what? Let's do this. Here's what we're going to do. So obviously with the situation with my ah. man Reggie Bush, so that's where it
5: came in. And you know what? Right? And you know what? Good for today. Reggie Bush having a good sense of humor about it, too, because you can exactly. see where maybe like, look, man, <laughs> this, this isn't funny to me. But, no, he's, have, he's having fun with it. Especially in a time where the NIL is big and yeah, booming, right? Oh oh. And you look back yeah. and
4: go, how did we ever? Well, I thought it was comical at that time. Yeah, exactly. How did we ever get rid of Coach Tressel? Because some young men yeah. wanted to get tattoos, no, they sold so they sold—not even sold, traded their jersey or some football shoes. Exactly. And I think it was as somebody sends him an email, and he basically, I'm not going throw, I'm
5: not going throw my kids under the bus. I remember, because of that. I remember Donnie Edwards. I think he was the linebacker for U UCLA, and he was ruled ineligible because he accepted a bag of groceries. And then there was Sounds some basketball right. player for Auburn. I can't think of his name. He wasn't a bad player. And he accepted like $500 because his mom was uh, behind on rent and she was about to be evicted. Right. So he took the $500, gave it to his mom. Mom gave it to the landlord so she wouldn't be thrown out. And then he was ruled ineligible because of that. But
4: but what's so sad is how many men and women sat in a room?
0: And can came came and,
4: yes. and decided, yeah. It's just kicking out of sports. It's just kicking out of college. I dare him. Yeah. As they turn and sell their tickets, yeah. to every, the game for every, five hundred dollars. Everybody,
5: everybody's out making money except for the people who are actually do right. the labor on the field.
4: Right. Right. And and, and I, I compared it to long, Oh my God! I was like twenty years old, and I made a comparison to uh, playing college football to slavery, mm-hmm. and people go out and say, oh, listen to me, listen to me. The slaves weren't allowed to read. Now, yeah. We're talking about the 80s. The student-athletes weren't allowed to read at most colleges. They weren't being educated back then. <laughs> <Right>. One, one <laughs> reason why it made it very easy for me to go to Notre Dame was because you look at the black athlete at that time, or athletes in general, they were not being educated. No, They were, were not graduating. You were there to play football right. and that was it. And, and that was it. What yeah. are you, what you're talking about, right? So that, that was that. And then I said, hey, Slaves went to the field. We went to the field. Mm -hmm. I I made a whole comparison. Guys were laughing about it. But I mean, it was, it was, it was, it it was true. fairly accurate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And I tell people that it's unfortunate. And now for what's going on now, it's like, but the problem I have with it now, schools are still making money. Now they're just telling kids like. Go out there and get your money. whatever. You and actually, <laughs> free enterprise should have always been in place. How Facts. dare you to get rid of a kid who's practicing and doing things that like everybody else in America is doing? Capitalism. Free enterprise. <laughs> so I, heard, I still go back. I want the schools with these billion, billion, billion dollar endowments. I want the schools to use the popcorn money to pay the players, and they won't be out here trying to get the, yeah, somebody might get a million dollar NAL deal. Somebody may get nothing. Just pay the players, which what? some of them are doing, giving all the players $25,000 <laughs> a year. That's what you should have done to begin with, and you wouldn't have these guys doing the Nike commercials, yeah. the Gatorade commercial. It's just kind of interesting. interesting, like oh, you know, Gatorade. If you got a million dollars, or any place has a million dollars to give
3: that kid, mm-hmm. why
6: mm-hmm.
4: can't you use that million dollars and give all the kids? Exactly, that's my
3: opinion. Yeah, that's well, my opinion. Let me, I got there are a bunch of different directions that we can go with this. Do you think that every single college sport should be paid equally? Basically, it's just one giant collective uh athletic department fund and then we pay all the athletes individually. So in that situation the field hockey players would be getting paid the same amount as the football players, or do you think that every sport collects its own amount of revenue and then divides that amongst those individual players?
4: Well the NIL is not doing that. And here's here's my thing when I tell people right. uh like I told the, the volleyball player, we're paying for your scholarship. Exactly. Mm-hmm. My mom, I can only get so many tickets for my family. Your whole family can come in and watch you play. And the good and one thing for you is you playing for free. I'm pay- I'm playing for free. However, my plan is paying. Because all of those sports that are not revenue generating mm-hmm. sports are funded by football, basketball, uh women's, men's, and football funds all the other sports. Yeah. And so with that being that with that being said, I, I would say that if you do it right, yeah, pay everybody across the board. Twenty five thousand dollars.
5: But here's the, I mean, I understand your point. John, we'll get to you in a little bit. Oh, John's still on the phone? Okay, John, uh, go ahead. Stay on topic, John.
11: Hey, yeah, how you guys doing
5: there? Pretty good. Go
7: ahead,
11: John. I want to ask you you a question. Were the Cardinals not making the World Series? or what? It's been about 12 years now? Or at least they haven't played in one? The last one was
5: 2013. Nine. Okay, okay. 2013. uh, Yeah.
11: Okay, and now with St. Louis, you know, losing a major football team for the third time, I'm just wondering in the say like in the national media or national view or whatever, is St. Louis considered still a, a you know a sports a, a major sports town compared to like Nashville or other cities that are you know that we're
4: we're a major sports town. We're just not L.
5: A. or Chicago. Yeah. And we're still a major sports and town. And why is Nashville considered a major sports town?
11: Yeah. Well, I mean, just I don't know. It just seems like more attention. Like I every time I hear ESPN, they're always talking about Nashville. This and Nashville. I mean, it just seems like there's more positive. What are they talking things? about,
4: Nashville and
5: ESPN? You I might, listen you, to ESPN you, all you, the time.
4: It might be the Nashville ESPN channel.
5: Yeah, I mean, and <laughs> oh, look, look, I, I've been in Nashville, and Nashville is nice. yeah. a lot of fun. Nashville is a lot of fun, but Nashville is also super new and super contrived. It's. I mean, it's yeah, got okay. it's got the soul. It's got the soul of a suburb. To be honest with you. Yeah.
11: Yes, I agree. Well, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, I think the media, just national media in general, such as ESPN, never – they, you know, they, same when it comes to St. Louis, it's, it's always like a one minute thing, and that's it. They act. Like, you know, some, I don't know, St. Louis used to got more play back in the day, you know, or on the, or back in the day. you know, back. I don't understand what you mean by more play. We just play. got
7: A-Rod and Michael K. to do the game, broadcast the game. And, like, that's, and that's Mi- pretty Mi- big, isn't
11: it? And Michael K. and A-Rod both talked up
5: how, how what a great <laughs> baseball city it is. And I remember Michael K. Yeah. saying, it was, it was Friday afternoon when the was I mean, there wasn't a cloud in the sky, it was a beautiful setting, and he goes, wow, if you want to take, if you want someone, if you want to show someone what baseball looks like, take a picture of this setting right here. What more yeah, do you I want? That-
11: what I'm just saying though, what, what, after that first when they lose that game, everybody started exiting the, the stadium, and they, then they ESPN focused more on that. See, the best baseball fans leaving, leaving the fans. Oh, anyway. anyway. So they, I mean, what? Why, I mean, John, I don't understand your point. My point is, I don't, I don't think St. Louis is a major sports city. After that well, imagine Rams, that, man. you,
5: Mister Negative. Shocking. <laughs>
11: yeah, well, that's a shocking too. Yeah. Well, anyway, you could think it anywhere you want to. What I'm just saying though, I'm t- I think St. Louis needs to get a third sports team out, of soccer team, like NBA team. Not going to happen. Like a
5: major sports, it's not going to happen. Not going to no, happen. I don't think so, huh? No, not yeah. going to happen. There's thanks, yeah. John. There's not enough uh, corporate dollars to go around. No. Then that—that's what the, the
3: bottom yeah, line. Not
7: only
5: really that, there's going to be a team in Vegas. Seattle's going to get a team. If they add a team, they're going to have to add.
7: Right. And then they're right. going to
5: get the 32 teams, and then they're going to stop.
3: Yep. Doesn't that kind of prove his point, though, when you say that St. Louis is never even going to be in consideration for an NBA team? Is that Proof of his point that we're not a major sports market. I
5: think maybe if they didn't have it, if if St. Louis didn't have an MLS team coming in and they weren't dividing <clears throat> corporate dollars, then maybe. I would say maybe. And, and also too,
4: before you had that conversation, and we didn't do this. What's your definition of a major sports city? And I right? don't think does it doesn't is have going. to have the, the four teams? That. Right. right, but the fact that he
5: said Nashville, then
3: yes, we are. Yeah, but I mean, like, that, okay. Atlanta the only reason why anybody would even anymore.
5: say Nashville is a major sports city is because they have the NFL, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. He was
3: arguing a good point with bad points to support it. I, well, that's John.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there we go. Hey, <laughs> uh, keep, keep calling in, though. I like it. Back to uh, back to what we were talking college. about with college and money, and what you were money, saying, money. Alvin, uh, about you know everybody gets x amount of money across the board. I mean if you're if you're like a football player or in some schools like KU or Duke where basketball is kind of like the main yeah. uh revenue generating uh, franchise you're going to be like, okay, well, I'm out here doing all this work, and the stands are full because of me. And the volleyball and
4: person gets $25,000 Yeah, and, well. there's,
5: and there's three people out there watching women swimming, yeah. and they get $25,000 too. I mean, and, and to be honest with you, the, to me, that sets a bad precedence for these people who get out into the corporate world. Guess what? You're not going to make the same amount of money as your boss. You're not going to make the same amount of money as your boss's boss. That's not that's not how the real world works. So you works. think that's everybody gets a
3: ribbon mentality. But you'll still be yes, dominating in NIL. You would still be dominating NIL and the volleyball players unless they have a, a unless they're attractive and on TikTok. That's they the thing, grow. though. Exactly. I mean, but
5: okay, but now you've got so many ways to market yourself, though, if, if you're a young college athlete. I mean, it helped but, so but you. Up, right. But check this out, too, guys. Thank you.
4: If you, are, that off, Joe. If you are a <laughs> college athlete, at least when I was, man, I barely had time right? to do what I had to do let alone all of a sudden try to go make deals and go meet commercial. another meeting with somebody <laughs> Elmer yeah, kept you know got campus but
5: now now you'll have an agent though
3: yeah they have the universities have someone yeah, to help out yeah, let some. me ask you this do you think that college athletes should have to take classes or do you think they should have the option to just be a football player that's a good question really well what well, <laughs> at least you thought it was Seriously, a good... i mean i think it's, i think it's wow. a good question at least you thought it well, was a good question okay
4: when you're you're saying so, what does that look like? That I that Bobby's on the team, he's just playing. So when does Bobby leave? He only got four years to play.
3: Yeah. So basically, it would be well the four years of eligibility. So, it would basically be like because, for example, so you now would, we have to say Bobby
4: went here, Alvin graduated. Bobby just went here. For four years. well, And now we send Bobby out into the world. He was at Notre Dame for four years playing football. Or we'll just make it optional. He's out into the well, yeah, world.
3: Yeah, optional. So that would be Bobby's choice in this case. I mean, because, it, now, I wouldn't suggest it no, were my no, kid. I no, wouldn't let me, want let them doing hit, that. Let me
4: hit you with this one. And I got to be real. Every time somebody says something to me, right? And if you don't think this, it's okay. Nothing against you. Every time something is said to me, Right, I knew because the whole world, mm-hmm. the whole world. I mean, you. Dr. King marched for it, right? Whole world Malcolm that. X got shot. Make got shot, so, right? So Every Luther time King. something is said, yeah, I have to think about how does it affect the black male, mm-hmm. right? I wouldn't so encourage. With, you. So with that, with that being said, if somebody go, "That's great," they would go, "Alvin, what's wrong with that?" So half time out. out. Half of Alabama's roster now. We going to barely, come out. we're barely getting educated. Period. Now, mm-hmm. by going to college. Yes. God forbid that all of a sudden this guy, my ACT or SAT doesn't even matter. Now you take Bobby, who's not even going to school. He's just on the team, right? Mm-hmm. So the guy who wants to get educated can't get educated because he, he can't catch as well as Bobby. Now, obviously, so you got a whole team full of Bobbies. Four years from now, so you got years. some
5: dumb bobby. Sure, we don't need dumb bobbies coming back to the
4: neighborhood. Okay, right. that's a, that's so a, that's
5: totally no. That's a great point, but <laughs> but in, but in basketball, because you can go right after your one year there. I know a lot of basketball players. What they'll do. They'll yeah. they'll enroll in the fall. Yeah, graduate then, afterwards. Then, no, they'll they'll drop. Ra- well, or they go back if they go back at all. They'll go, they'll enroll in the fall, keep their GPA up enough so they can be eligible to play, oh,
3: and then when March spring Madness. rolls around, then they drop out.
4: Yep, yep. But whether they go? Well, hope they're hoping trained, for the
3: NBA. Trained for the NBA.
4: Oh, they go in They already know it's NBA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, NBA but, okay, Europe. So, so they're they're getting a paycheck. But that it, like, football if you, is not like that at no, all. No,
5: it's it's not. But I mean, like let's let's say you're someone that you know for sure that you're unless something horrible happens, like an injury, you are going to go to the NFL. But people come out, there you, out you, the just, year. you
4: just you just said something. I'm going to back you up right now. You're talking to the wrong man because because <laughs> mm-hmm. Tim Brown, NFL. Hall of Famer, yes. Hasman Trophy winner, yes. Winner, winner, number eighty-one. When I was at Notre Dame, yep. seventeen was in front of eighty-one. Okay, right. So God forbid if I'm Bobby, who's just going to school, and next you know we're playing Michigan State, reverse twenty-seven, reverse. Alvin Miller comes around, boom. There goes the knee. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden I've been there three years, and all of a sudden now oh, all and then, and then I should, then, then I should go, take I advantage should go of all of the it. class. No, I understand we that. We can't do that. Can't even be. Uh, and and, and, that, yeah. and because and because I, I live and roll different from you guys, that can never be a thought. No, I right? understand it. But now, what I have said, and I think you would agree, based on what you said, I know you're going to agree. Let them just play ball this semester, mm-hmm. right? Or here's what I ask, and nobody wants to wants to say it. Stop making these guys who don't have time to be full time students be full time students. Okay. So it's okay if these student-athletes take nine hours because they're going to be here during the summer so and they them, can make up for that. So they really got to take 12. Which really, in all fairness, 12 is not bad. It won't get you to graduation, but 12
5: hours is not
4: bad. So basically you what do. you're
5: saying, let them be kind of like part-time students during the end During <laughs> no, the No, I minimum. won't say part-time. Four, they, four, four classes should be adequate okay. if it's done right. So minimum of 12 hours. Two, yeah. okay.
4: And I guess it's like that now.
5: Yeah, I think it's it is just
4: that you're not giving guys a chance to do that, what, sure, because what, the rigorous yeah, amount of time you're using oh, and trust you do that. Oh, trust me, every, every time I see, it, I'm like, fair. I have,
5: I it's, think about whatever I was in college. I'm like, I have no idea how these athletes, I don't practice I don't. and train I and don't. do and film study. Let like, me ask everything else, I have
3: no idea how they have the time. I've seen this happen before, Alvin. Uh, Greg Oden, for example, he came back to school, and Ohio State honored his scholarship that they get that they gave to him, despite the fact that he was a one and done in college. What if, while you're playing football, you have the option of whether or not to keep it to basically take classes, or you could just say, "Well, I'm I'm a football player. I'm trying to go professional in football, so my major is football, and that's just what I'll focus on." But you can keep the academic scholarship, and you'll get f- basically four free years of education, redeemable whenever you want. What about that, that?
4: That sounds easy, but one thing guys don't know, and I know, it's rare you're gonna have a 25 year old. Now all of a sudden be Chris Winky. All of a sudden now, come to school, once your athletic career has been shown, it's over. Mm-hmm. Now here you come, an old man, back on campus Wait, to get so, these three, three or four yeah, years so, done. On, okay, like,
6: but, so, but now,
3: okay, so we just now, shot down the idea. Steph
4: Curry
5: just recently graduated
4: from Davidson. Steph Curry has so much money, it don't even matter, right? Yeah. But still, so, I, mean, I mean, so is Jerome Bettis. So don't think guys going to go work at Chrysler and all of a sudden come back to to college when they're... Steph Curry, 37 years old. Take class, oh, hold on. Taking classes online will make it Why? easier, though.
3: But, but, but now I'm confused because it, this conversation started with us shutting, shooting down the idea that athletes oh, really? have enough time to balance it all in college, okay. and now you're saying post-college. It's like, eh, who's going to care anyway to do it? So, so now when it's, when do college it, athletes get the adequate education?
4: It's uh, not a matter of no, who cares. I'm being realistic about guys who want I'm not trying to be funny. I don't know you guys' background. When you came out, whatever you thought you finished or you were done, did you just want to go back? I mean, young. I mean, no. guys. I- exactly. Uh, I just graduated. So you guys, I do not want to you,
3: go to graduate school. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so,
4: so those guys don't even want to regular school. I mean, once you're twenty-five, 25, 26 years old, you now you want to make a decision. You know, most people make it twenty-two, right? Right. So now you're behind. People out there trying to find Susie and Kim to say they want to marry her, but now you're back in school at twenty-six so, years old.
3: But how do you get to the point where you're able to have that adequate education while playing college football? Then, if we're just going to scrap the. Post-football idea.
4: You won't tell you how? Let's go way back and give these kids some uh, uh, pre-K education. Catch it early on. Because when you have guys that are happening, can't get the ACT and SAT out of high school, it's all because they weren't given a fair chance to be educated as so young men. Up. As you know, third grade, you don't know, third grade reading tests determine how many prisons are built. So if we're not teaching the brothers in third grade to read, it don't matter about the NFL in high school. But you get that, to that time. Uh,
5: that music means that we need to take a commercial break.
4: Oh, time
6: to break.
5: <laughs> we need to take a commercial break. Otherwise, this is a great conversation. It no, it is. It's a great conversation. So let's continue on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Charlie Tuna Show live from the Chinook Studios.
0: Welcome back to The Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590
4: Fan. Welcome back to The Tuna Show. The legend is not here, but Alvin Miller and company, we're trying to keep it going. I want to make an announcement, guys. I hadn't told you guys this. Um, Joe always teases me about, I want to talk about my daughter, and I do. Uh, <laughs> my daughter went to UCLA. She worked the system. Three years, she graduated. Good. Her fourth year, she got her master's, and her fifth year, because of COVID, she decided, I'm done. Okay. So then she had offers from overseas. She's working for UCLA Athletic Department. She had offers from overseas. We were going back and forth. And, Dad, I didn't say it to her, but I thought, just get in the game. Whatever they want to give you, take it. I'll make up the difference. Just go play ball, right? I never said it, but I thought it. Basketball? Basketball. Okay. But I'm glad she decided to say, I'm not going over there for that amount. The experience of travel, I'm not going to do it. She had an interview uh, make a long story short, she was doing a job of her boss and her. How do I know? Because her boss left. And for a month, nothing slacked off. Mm-hmm. So she was doing the work of her work and her, and her boss. boss. And she said, hey, since you're giving mm-hmm. me this pay, but I'm doing his work, give me a little bit more. They said, I ah, put in for his job. Mm. Okay. Make a long story short, she put her 2 weeks' notice in. My daughter's going to be the assistant athletic director at San Jose State. D- oh, D- that's D-I. good for her. That's I mean, time. she jumped a few ranks. Man, wow. Man, big time. Right. And, what, and, like I call, 20, and I call her
3: a student-student athlete, not to be confused. <laughs> so she's what, 25, 26 if she just graduated? Lauren's only 23. Wow. That's how What? This is huge. That's how I, I am. Bad. That's how you, you're sitting here <laughs> and talking and I'm, to I'm, us. I'm sitting here. <laughs> making me
4: feel bad. And I, I'm sitting, I'm sitting <laughs> here talking. What are you doing with your lives? But I'm going to tell you something. People don't realize. What UCLA is a serious institution. And a lot of people don't – Right, she was able to go there because I said, if you're not going to go to Notre Dame, you got to go somewhere that brings it. And UCLA is one of those schools. Yeah. And um, what's crazy is she's graduated in three years. That's not common for the student-athlete at UCLA. Let me ask and you so, this. No. Y- y-
5: you said that she had the opportunity to play ball overseas and she didn't want to do it. Right. How, when, was, when did she turn down this offer to play overseas? She turned down the offer about probably about maybe two or three months ago. How much what happened with Brittany Griner affected that decision? <sighs> Good question.
4: You, you yeah, know what? you. know, you know, you know what? I didn't ask I was her call that. It now that, you did and, that. It. and that's a very, <laughs> that's a very good question. <laughs> Is that a to call <laughs> now. Now, what could have <laughs> yeah, happened? Here's a trickle down effect because of what happened with Brittany Griner. It took out a whole uh, league or two or three, right? That other players normally played in, mm-hmm. and now those players didn't go there. Mm-hmm. Now they came here and then here. So therefore, it made it tougher for her because the WNBA girls were now coming to different leagues. They used to mm-hmm. play, right? Yeah, and that might have been the why she was being low-balled. Okay, right? so it affected that. Gotcha. So because of that, she said no. Because it's like, oh, I'm, I need more than that. So that could have had an effect in that manner. Mm-hmm. But for her to say no, I don't know. That okay. that that's very because I'm, I'm interesting.
5: Wo- I'm wondering how many players, especially uh, women basketball players, seeing what happened with Bernie Griner, right. are going to be like. And, and hers, yeah. Was, you, was, you know what? I'm not going to go over, especially. If it's a country that's not exactly friendly to women, right. women and minorities. And her were good countries,
4: uh, England, and then uh, Barcelona. So it was the place oh, yeah, okay. that she'd have been playing yeah. in. I'm like, I want to go myself. Let's go. Oh, okay. Bar- so, Barcelona is supposed but, to be But gorgeous. now I, I've already told her she doesn't, she still doesn't realize the power and what she's able to do as an assistant athletic director, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just told her, just so introduce me. To... Introduce me to your boss. I meet the football coach. And I'm up in the suite <laughs> watching the San Jose State football. That's great. Just, just, That's just awesome. good for your her. Bars, I'm good, but it's uh, it's unbelievable. Proud man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can tell. I can <laughs> tell. Yeah, man, 23 years old, assistant
3: athletic director at San Jose <laughs> yeah, State. <man. laughs> right, right. <And> I'm 23 years <laughs> right. old, talking about her in this room. We're gonna get <laughs> <at> you there. <laughs> it's like it's like a collegiate But you know
4: what's crazy? I feel bad. Not bad. It's like I obviously I no nil when I played, and she missed the nil. I mean, I was ready to get her emos and whatever, but. It's going to be another announcement. I can't make it now because her siblings don't know. So, but I, it's a really neat announcement coming up. There was for there was some well.
5: NFL player. I forgot who it was. This was during the NFL draft. He goes. Yeah, these boys are making too much money. Nil. No one's crying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, there's no tears. Everybody's making too much money. What, Nil. What, right, yeah, right, everybody's making
4: too
3: much what, money. There's right, nobody's right. crying. <laughs> no one's happy that they made it. i that's Let me ask you this, Alvin, because this applies to you and me. Okay. So should I be expecting some San Jose State to appear on Notre Dame schedule here soon? Are you gonna set something up?
4: You know, for fourth football. No, because right now the only team they got they got Cal. They have um USC. And then Stanford. Yeah, we can't have right, two too California many, well, trips yeah. the same And year.
5: one thing you got to give Notre Dame. Notre, I mean, nothing against San Jose State. They're not exactly a football powerhouse. Right, right. Although, they, I mean, they've had some good games or they some have, good teams. They have. Right, but, name, I mean, Name no, one
3: alum who's made it to the NFL. Jeff Garcia. They're, they're, uh, you go? He was ready for that. I was ready for that
5: one. <laughs> Na- no, Notre Dame a normally doesn't schedule cupcakes. <laughs> right. You know, that's right. one thing that I mean if you're if Notre Dame lover, Notre Dame hater, one thing Notre Dame does not do, well, you gotta respect is they normally don't schedule cupcakes, number one. And number two, they play all three armed yeah. services. So that and that helps yeah. them out. That's and no, of, and yeah. no and yeah. no one else is
4: scheduling those guys. And one thing too the schedule has gotten a little different because we played ten games. Not they play twelve. Yeah. And when you play twelve, you gotta be careful with that type of schedule because that's 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 a lot of games. Yes, it is. That's yeah. a lot For of games.
3: And if you play well, certain hell. teams, you know, be in trouble, Alvin, because they're about to exp- now they have thirteen because of the conference championship yeah. game, and now twelve playoff teams. They're going playing games. an NFL schedule.
4: Yeah, it's, get- it's getting scary. it's getting there. I don't know what they're going to do with those twelve. It's like, will it be play the twelve games? Yeah. And then here come 12 teams, or will it be 10 games and now playoffs? I don't know. Well, Literally, it's probably
3: going to be 12, but I think it should be 10, and it works both ways. Here's why: because as you expand the playoffs, you're going to be playing more and more games, and I don't think I don't think that's great for the college students, you know, student athletes, we'll call them. And not only is that so, I think it's a good thing to take away a couple of regular season games. On top of that, if you have a 12 team playoff. You're gonna have a bunch of you're gonna have some nine and three teams in there trying to mix it up with undefeated teams. They don't deserve to be in I there. Hurry. So if you yeah. ha, if you take away two games, be a lot of bad games, you're gonna have a bunch of t- some tenor nos and, and a lot of nine and ones and maybe a, a one or two eight and twos who are solid. But you're not right. gonna have to stretch it out to where everyone's losing three games.
4: I wasn't upset with the well, I'm old school, so I enjoyed everybody having a chance and waking up January second to figure out who they call the champ, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they say, you know what, we're going to pick these two teams, and then they suck, and number three play great, but no, we can't name them the champ because we say it, mm-hmm. one and two are going to be the champ. Yeah. Who, who made that up, Who's right? Yeah. Whereas before, <laughs> one and two may have played, but three could be better because they blew out number four in a bowl game. So now with that being said, eight teams, man, I, wa- I was okay with four and the fifth one crying every now and then. Mm-hmm. Even if it was no
5: today. Sure. Well, you know what? what? You could have handled that. Win your game. I thought the answer was I thought the answer was so obvious. You've got five major conferences, right? If you won your conference, you get to go and then won at large bid, and there's the there's your six. There's your six. No, that no, makes no, sense.
8: No, 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 no,
4: no, the, no. Only, the only
5: thing that's scary is if you agree. Those teams are so good that
4: anyone who didn't play the week before is gonna get beat. If you guys, if I got to play this week, then play you. You got me. But,
5: but, right. but all of them play a conference championship game, though. No, but I'm saying if you only got six teams for. Oh well,
6: okay. Or two I more, mean,
5: you saying you said eight total or six total? I'm saying I'm saying six yes. total.
4: Yeah, but somebody got to be a bye, right? It's well, six, you got sixteen. What kind of tournament you going to? <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay, but <I> <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, the, the, the number one and number two is you get a bye. No, no. no. That, I, that's, I, I, that, no I like that. That, that, see
4: what's no. that. what a bye? That time of year, with that caliber of teams, no, man. Hey, I mean, I mean, that's you can set me up. You're People, not teams, all teams, I'm going to get by created. now with the I mean, twelve. You got to go top eight, right? And I play the lesser team. That's one thing. That's but not bit, to okay. play at all. And that time of year, all you're trying to do is heal up. You, okay, r- you really healing Nick Saban too, yeah. too.
5: But with the twelve it. team playoff, someone's going to get a bye anyway, though. That's, I, I, at least and, the last and, time I saw I I set to, up.
4: and I totally disagree with that. You're right. I guess four teams. Got, I, ain't, yeah, I totally disagree with that. Yeah, let, let me ask, that ask you. this. you You're not the top ten. We in the playoff. <laughs> Man, if you don't go home, what? Do you, <laughs> go to the peanut Butter Bowl. Really? Uh, we're number twelve. We're number twelve. We're I got one better. I got one better for you. Go for it. They may be number fourteen.
5: Yeah, you're I right. You don't
4: mean the top one through twelve because AP might have them here, UPI might have them there. So I might be a team that's ranked fourteen. You're right.
5: It's a good point. And so I'm considering yeah. in the playoffs, What do you think? What do you think about the parity in college football? Do you think there's too much parity? Too much. It's not really – maybe, like, okay, maybe I'll rephrase it. I'll rephrase it. There's, there's like, basically one conference that's dominant, and that's the SEC. But but now – And then you've got every once in a while Ohio State will win it,
4: every once in a while Clemson will win it. This portal has brought some parity. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's no coincidence that, you know, Alabama is one one week and two the next week because team – they're not messing up. They're playing some good teams because they were able to fill some gaps. I don't have to wait for a freshman to grow up. I hope that sophomore shines. You Mm -hmm. know what? UCLA got the leading
6: receiver
5: of the ACC from Duke, yeah. JoJo Bubba something, that's, right. one they <laughs> that's the one thing the transfer portal do. You can you can rebuild UCLA, your you can I be mean, you can rebuild your team very quickly I mean, if you can recruit the transfer portal correctly.
3: Uh, um, Mel Tucker last year that's what exactly what he did.
5: Yeah, he did. Uh, we know we talked Not earlier so about did. about Matt Rule no, last year. They suck. I think Matt Rule. I think he's heading straight for Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's going to fire the guy no, that they got now. No, not this fast, you think? Yes. Oh, yes. Are you ah, kidding me? They. They look good. They they lo- that blowout loss to Texas is their they first. That, they haven't lost that
3: fast since 1968. Yeah, they didn't look
5: good last year either.
3: Lincoln Riley took all their
7: guys. Brent Venables. Yeah. You both came, but we just said with a transfer but portal, you can rebuild. I will say pressure. Brent Venables is a defensive coach. Like, he had those great defensive teams with Clemson. Yeah, and how good is playing And your defense doesn't look good right now? Yeah,
5: that's bad. I, One think, year? I think. I think. One year. It yeah. Is, it's Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma. This isn't Mizzou. Quit being an Oklahoma-apologist. <laughs> this more is the
3: Oklahoma-apologist station. <laughs> They've got to get more than one year.
5: Ah, I don't think so. I don't think Ooh. in this day and age you do. God. I think if you could upgrade... Who in college...
3: I know that we can do the Steve Wilkes thing. Who in college has gotten kicked out after one year? Can we think of? Because you say this day and age, this, this is the day and age to do it. Who's Who's... Maybe less. I hear a lot of silence right now maybe less miles but that was because and of that was because of with the yeah, student. what's going and on that, with and the that field. may have been a year and a half
5: Anybody? I can't think of anybody. But so, Miles got kicked out where after one year, Kansas.
4: KU. All oh, my fault because of what happened at LSU. Yeah, that, that, yeah that, see, I forgot uh, about that. Uh, you forget that, that he
3: ever coached at Kansas. And it, wasn't be, <laughs> right, right.
5: <laughs> and it wasn't because of you know his lack of performance on yeah. of what he was coaching at KU. No, I think he. So you, something you know what? unrelated. I think you're
4: spot on. I, it could it can happen, man. Why not? Because one thing is,
5: man, if you're talking, okay. it's Oklahoma. And you're, if it's you're Oklahoma. At, and you're heading to the SEC. Oh, by the Years way,
3: Luke, Luke Fickle does not count. Luke oh, Fickle to wow. does count. What not I think Oklahoma doing is.
5: Was it last year? Washington
7: fired Jimmy Lake after 13 games. Raleigh left, and now they're thinking so uh, that's the wrong guy.
4: This is the wrong guy. Yeah. 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 And and that, I mean, it's Oklahoma, man. And
5: um, I mean, nowadays, I'm telling you, especially in the NFL, if you do not have an offensive minded head coach. It, Steve
3: Sarkisian
7: got fired at UCLA, but he had that drunk situation. Yeah, he did. He was
3: drinking. Yeah, he was he had, lit he put, up on I, the I sidelines. mean, every once
5: in a while, you can have the exception like Mike Tomlin and uh, the, the head coach up in Buffalo, who's a, who are like defensive head coaches. Brian Flores, too. Right. But, a, right. but especially rare. in the NFL, you have to have an offensive minded head coach. You have
3: to. Hey, do you're I right. do a schnooks read for tuna in his place? Because <laughs> no, I, I can. He already did them all. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he makes
5: sure he does them yeah, all before he leaves. Trust me. Leaves. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Even, even, if real, got,
5: so, even if he's got to read two in, like, five minutes, he'll do it. Oh he'll, do
7: it. he'll read over, do a read in one minute and say split it up into two. That's right? <laughs> not how it works. But
3: okay. <laughs> yes, sir. I got it. Oh, my gosh, man. Co- college sports is, I'll tell you what. And Alvin, you obviously were a player, so you think about it from a player's perspective. We view it as fans, I assume. I, I certainly view college sports as a, from a fan's perspective. I think it's a lot of these moves are justified in what's going on, but I don't think it's going to make for a, a more fun-to-watch sport. I think that it's going to be very pro player. There's going to be transfers galore. We've already seen it. There's going to be – NIL is going to be baiting – Jordan Addison got recruited straight off of Pitt's roster. Pat Narduzzi's calling up Lincoln Riley saying, right. what but, the hell are you doing taking my players right but, off my roster? But, but now when you look at
4: and you hear these stories about uh, Motown, stacks, all of that, all the craziness that took a place stolen. behind the scene and whatever what have you, but yet what happened? The Jackson Fab got on stage and did their thing, mm-hmm. and all you know was – what a hell of a show, and that's what college football is going to be, no yeah. matter what takes place. Unfortunately, it's now, be a unlike good show. with Motown, about right. that, that you we get to see what happens behind the scenes because of social media. Yeah, when it's all said and done, quarterback
5: throw, catch, pass,
4: special teams boom. Yeah. We're we, going to enjoy it. We didn't see it, so. Joe
3: Jackson pulling them over and say, "Get over here!" Social media, right, man.
5: man. That's where so many people. That's where they're. That's where they're making their money is social media. <sighs> I mean, especially the female athletes. Oh, absolutely. What's, they, what's, the, what's the name of that gymnast down at LSU?
4: Uh, Ball, off, the chain,
5: off the chain <laughs> beautiful girl <laughs> she is making uh, olivia dunn i don't understand it but if you got
4: followers then you have money i mean oh. it's just it's just crazy it's like it's like TV california,
7: advertising. I, Joe, I, can, I can advertise this product on my page Joe. and i know california how many
5: high school it.
2: students can yep. get nil money they huh? did this
5: they did this on howard stern they were like okay guess how many uh, instagram followers like the rock has the Rock has 360 million followers hey, on Instagram. Now, I understand exactly that,
7: how many people can see it. Now, I understand, like, a, like okay,
5: a lot of them are probably going to be bots. So, you should, you know, say this many are going to be bots, we'll and this many are going still. to be people right. who probably live outside the United States. Still, uh-huh. that's, that's more than people in the United States. That'd be like if everybody in the United States was following The Rock on Instagram. And that's when you get the money. You put a hat on, you put a shirt on, they
4: pay you. Look at this
7: this company just ordered me and opened a box and that's it. Yeah, that's all you gotta
4: do. But what I love, the kid, the kid for uh, UConn female basketball team. Page backers. Page buckets. She will spread the wealth. She did. That's I guess shoes. shoes. Hey, Give me your shoe size. I G- love it, man. Joe, you might yeah.
3: know this. I don't know if you're a big TikToker. If you play softball for the University of Oregon, you will make a ton of money because they only recruit good-looking blonde women. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I want to check that. But, out. Yeah. Next thing you know, oh, I, I did know. I, they did. I they're, Oregon, they're all uh, Oregon over softball. Media. Uh, <laughs> Oregon softball always has <laughs> Good. very good-looking blonde. Yeah, well, I mean, and
5: that up. was always the accusation against people like Anna Kornikova when she was playing tennis. That you know what? Well, yeah, she's making all this money in endorsement deals, but she really wasn't. She wasn't a t- terrible player but she wasn't great she wasn't worthy of the attention that she was getting but she I got agree. the attention because she was, she was dating because, a 40
3: year old sergey Fedorov.
5: well she was gorgeous that's the reason why people were yeah. paying attention to her
7: sherepova was the same thing absolutely oh, she couldn't she couldn't touch though no she could oh could've. no she they was tried nearly... so hard to make that a rivalry and it was like you
5: nah it's not then she, then she got busted with the peds and yeah. then you never heard from her yeah. again but sherepova at least Shock won her. a couple turns yeah, she was
3: sucky then yeah. like, she was injured alive representing the roc <laughs> <laughs> Maria Sheriffova. Uh, talking about rock nation. Uh,
5: Special thanks to Benjamin Hockman for joining us nice. earlier here on the program. <laughs> Alvin Miller, always good seeing you.
4: Great seeing you guys.
5: Good. I mean, congratulations on your daughter's uh, yes. promotion you. there that at San Jose cute. State. I that is cute. amazing. Loser. 23-year-old no, <laughs> 23, 23, 23, talk about another
4: twenty three year old. I'm gonna reach down and bring you up. Because I was just saying, was just <laughs> was just saying you You got three people me. with you. So I'm uh, hanging out with the wrong women. That was my first thought.
5: <laughs> Wait, well, you, you know, I remember a long time ago, I tried setting you up with Kalia Collier. I don't remember that. I remember this to Sound funny. You're not hanging
4: out with the wrong women. Women like that don't hang out. Exactly. That's a good point. They're too, busy. A They're too busy working. That's exactly <laughs>
6: it. Yeah. I'm not
5: meeting them at the club. No,
6: you're not. You're, you're not. I'm not going to
0: the club
5: either. You're, you're not real. meeting them at Obi Clark. No.
6: Uh,
5: <laughs> for Alvin Miller, for Cole, I am that Burger. This is Joe Davis. You listen to The Charlie Tuno Show. We are live from the Schnook Studios here on 590 The Fan and worldwide on 590TheFan.com. Go Raiders!